Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex, Mr. Second Touchdown Scorer Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. What did you think of the game last night? I kind of enjoyed it. I always like watching those teams play. That's such a fun division. And Although, again, Hayden Hurst scored second, not first. Let's, uh, let's focus on the game. Hayden Hurst, you're the worst. Um, Matt Rule, you're gone. Tom Kim, you're great. Joe Burrow looked okay. Lamar looked good for chunks. He uh, threw a, kind of a back, not a back-breaking pick. They still won the game. Did you see this tweet, by the way? And I retweeted this. But I feel like it needs to be read out in its, its entirety from uh, Michael Lopez, a guy who works on the Big Data Bowl. But he said, using next-gen stats ball-tracking oh, yeah. data, Justin Tucker's game-winning field goal crossed the upright with the Y-coordinate, which is the from side to side, of 26.52. The exact middle of the field is 26.6. That is, is if the uprights were a half a yard wide, the kick still would have been good. He is just a god should be the next kicker in the Hall of Fame. He just has to retire before they can do that. And it's It was just... When he, when he comes up to bat, it's just like a no-doubter for sure. Good good game, though, for sure. Yeah, and like I said, I had a golf outright hit yesterday, which was pretty sweet. It's been a, better than a month since I had that, and um, I was kind of sweating it during the show with Drew, just our, like our Sunday recap show. And I so I had to – I usually turn TV off when I'm doing a show. Otherwise, I'm too squirrel, you know. But uh, – the chat's always good about keeping us up to date on stuff. And my guy and Cantley went into the 18th hole tied. So I was sweating. Oh, maybe we'll have a playoff after this. I could be sweating this for a while. And then I pulled up the app and it's saying drop and another drop. And Cantley is just, <laughs> I'm like, and sometimes the tracking app will say drop when a player is given relief. Whereas they're allowed to move their ball away from an, you know, an obstruction or off of, you know, something. And so it's confusing whether it's a penalty drop or not. Turned out it was very much a penalty drop. He shot a seven. My guy just needed par to win by three after being tied going into the 72nd hole. Beauty. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of the highlight of the day. Although Drew had the three and a half on Cincy. I had the three. Um, very much in doubt. I'm not sure who deserved to win that game. Probably deserved to land on three, if I'm being honest. It seemed like it was pretty close. Baltimore played better early. The Bengals a little bit better late. But, yeah, it's that seemed like a three-point game either way. Yeah, a little upset. Our second half over didn't at least have some legs. Both teams got down to, like, first and goal from the one situation. That I think they scored three combined points on those two drives rather than the 14, which would have been much better. But uh, we regroup. We get back into it. We bet a couple of games. I think I took another Browns over last night. And, yeah, golf heads to the land of the rising sun. Where, oh. uh, tennis has been. Uh, Zozo. to be. It's it's Tokyo, sort of. It's more of like the suburbs. It's like saying that one place that Liv had a tournament is in Chicago. It's not. It's like 40 minutes from Chicago. So same thing. Um, I don't know how to say the name of this course. I don't even know if I'm super excited to attempt uh, it. But give it a shot. Narash- Narashino Country Club. 
Like it's a sure. very if anyone who knows anything about Japanese golf courses, and I don't really, but I've been reading a lot of previews over the last couple of days just to reacclimate myself. The last time I think I've been in a Japanese course was the Olympics, because some of these events were not held in Asia due to pandemic things over the last couple of years, including the CJ Cup. But it is similar to most of these Japanese courses where heavy tree lined, and by tree lined I mean tree lined. You're not cutting corners over the trees. The angles are too, you know, extreme. If if you're off in the woods, it's bad because it's heavy, heavy tree line, narrow fairways. You need to be pretty accurate off the tee. It's a shorter course, so um, gonna have to dig in. I haven't bet any outrights yet, but there are a couple of South Koreans that I like, despite having played in Las Vegas, having to fly all the way to Japan, which I don't know what that flight is. It's probably eight from the West Coast. I couldn't tell you. Never been. Maybe someday. Travel is always a concern, but man, the South Koreans were kind of crushing it yesterday. And um, a lot of them, especially a guy like, like uh, well, Sungjae, you can see his number here, but Siwoo. There's a couple of guys I like quite a bit here. Tom Kim coming off the win is a solid number, 16. His big numbers are gone. Xander's your big favorite. Xander was your Olympic champion in Japan several years ago. Cam Young, Victor Hovland, Tommy Fleetwood, a kind of a popular choice already in the streets I'm seeing, but I'll have some outrights. I'll talk about them uh, on the golf show tomorrow with Noonan, and then I'll have some matchups when we get to Wednesday. I can dig it. I was looking at this course. It is pretty tough, Andy. These guys are going to have to be super accurate this week because you're right. It's There's really no rough. It's just fairway and trees. Yeah, it's like you're just out in the fucking woods. And not only that, but the, the hazards are well-placed as well. You do have to be... Trees and fairways? Kind of missing the hazards, even if you're on the fairway. Fairways. Yeah. So accuracy is going to be at a premium. And then what the... F- f- Cluj na- tapioca? I don't I remember this. Cluj <laughs> Napoca? Very good. Yes, Cluj Napoca, I believe. I love Might that. be Napoca, but I think it's Napoca. I can uh, I can nail the pronunciation of the other one, but where is Cluj Napoca? Um, it is in Romania. Oh, I was going to go Croatia. That was close. That's mm, yeah, you're not that far off. Got to go up a little north. Do we have any good Romanian tennis players? Or is that still just a gymnastics country? We have one pretty good Romanian tennis player, Andy, and um, Miss Simona Halep. Oh, fuck. how did I forget about her? I just forget where people are from. I I, I kind of lump her in with the Czechs which is undeserving. She is Romanian. All right. Well, who are we actually betting on? The, ooh, I know I know where both of these women are from. Ukraine and Italy. It's Italy? It's yeah, Paolini. Yeah, yeah there, there we go. Is. Nailed it. And thank you, Dan. Apparently, I spelled Paolini incorrectly. Thank you for getting that right. But this total actually gets underway in just a little bit. Um, looks like it'll be uh, probably about 30 minutes or so. Um, so after the show, um, we'll see. It's the next match up as uh, there's another set or so to go. Um, really like the over here in this first set. Two women that really push um, their opponents and drive to have long first sets. Just grab the over nine and a half here. Um, still a little harder this early in the week. It's a, only a 250 tournament to find some of those ults. If you have them, I don't mind them. Maybe play it up to 10 and a half. I don't know if we'll get to the tiebreaker here, but I had this closer to 10 myself. And again, 
given the way these WTA matches go, I'm thinking we're going to have a long first set here. And um, if I get a chance to watch this match when we're done, might be looking at a second set under. We'll see. But like that first set over nine and a half in just a little bit. Um, and then we'll go play Ocean Dodan. This will be early tomorrow morning. She goes up against Harriet Dart. Dart having a better probably second half of the year than Dodan. But we're indoors here, and that's a big advantage for Dodan. Much better in her career playing indoors. Works better with her serve and things like that. And not that it won't help Dart as well, but um, had Dodan almost the favorite in this match. So plus 125, plus 130. Happy to take any of those numbers again. Um, have this match a lot closer. Um, and then Potapova Lee. This one will take the actual full match under. On Lee, um, really struggling in the second half of the year. Potapova, someone who um, generally when she goes and beats these type of opponents, just blows them out. Um, not that Potapova is necessarily a whole level better than Lee, but in much better form. And when her game is clicking, generally just kind of beats the crap out of people. So will be a DFS play for me if I remember to do that or if they even have it early enough in the morning. And really like the under here, honestly, instead of the spread. Um, looks like it was four, four and a half. So I'm happy to pass on that um, and just take the under there. And then in San Diego, um, out in California, we've got evening tennis, Andy. This is kind of fun. We'll do some uh, afternoon, evening tennis. Danielle Collins plays against Caroline Garcia. This should be an awesome match. If you have a chance to watch this, the two of them play a really fun brand of tennis. Um, they're very brash. They have no problem kind of strutting around the court doing their thing. Uh, you'll get to see Collins scream at herself. Um, you'll get to see Caroline Garcia make faces and gesticulate wildly. It's just going to be a really fun match, but I have Collins a solid favorite here. Um, Garcia ripped through a, about a month, month and a half or so of the season, but when we play in the United States, Danielle Collins generally plays much better tennis. For whatever reason, her game generally does its best here in North America and hard courts and a little bit during the beginning of the year in some of those Australian tournaments and She's been playing good tennis, has some solid uh, performances, and both these women just coming off the U.S. Open. It's a fun tournament, Andy, because everyone playing in San Diego this week either hasn't played tennis since the U.S. Open or is coming from the literal other side of planet Earth. So um, kind of an interesting um, tournament. I'll wait a couple days to kind of see how some of that stuff shakes out. Um, was hoping to find some bigger underdogs. Maybe we will. I really want to fade Madison Keys, but... Uh, the girl she's playing is not very good. So handful <laughs> looks for us. Um, most of it will be tomorrow again, except that first set over. Isn't that how it always goes, though? There's always I have, I have golfers like that, too. Where it's like, oh, man, this guy's going to be the perfect fade. Or it's like, this guy is going to be the perfect bet on. And you have a list of, like, bet ons. And, of course, two of them are paired up in the matchups that they're offering. And it's it's even, you know, sometimes there's other books that have other matchups. Much more restrictive in tennis. You are usually restricted to betting on the uh, the two players that are playing each other. That's yeah, uh, I can't that's do really usually, a fantasy matchup. Uh, just like a mythical matchup. That, that's what they call it, mythical, right? Mythical. That was the thing that it was on Bovada, but you clicked it and there was nothing under it. It was one of those things. And sometimes they'd have it. Sometimes they wouldn't. And that's you could match teams that weren't playing each other, folks, and they would. Oh, judge really? Yes, mythical. Yeah, I'll have to check it out again. Maybe they do have something there. Um, it's a tonight, fun way to tonight. degen a little money. Yeah, I like to degen a little money, especially on pretend things. I've bet on the pretend Kentucky Derby. I've bet on uh, people playing NBA 2K21 for sure. Um, Raiders and Chiefs is actually happening as well. That is tonight. The uh, Chiefs are, of course, coming off. I believe that was last. Yeah, that was. Last week, the trouncing of the Buccaneers as a the market came in heavy on the Buccaneers, and they were, anyone who bet that way was not rewarded as the Chiefs won by 10 in a game that was actually not even quite that close. 
And of course, your Las Vegas Raiders coming off the first win of the season, getting off the schneid, beating Denver at home, heading to Kansas City for your Monday night game. I and Drew made a case for this too. If the if the money keeps coming in, you can see this. It's juiced a little bit to the Kansas City side. If it keeps coming in heavy, if there's big public money or somebody makes a big enough bet, and you can get a seven and a half, there's a case to be made for this. But I think the same kind of bet that that I'm going to make, it, it's kind of in the similar vein. I am going to bet a little bit of Raiders team to excuse me Raiders. That's not the right team. The Chiefs team total under. I got a 30. I'm assuming it's probably pretty close right now because the Lions haven't honestly moved much. I got my under 30 minus 115. Yeah, they scored 41 last week. They've done it twice this season. It was kind of the, hey, we're we're playing up to a better opponent. We really put the gas on. And Mahomes had two wild plays. Just I don't know if you can count on that, even with him happening every week. I feel like this is a bit of one of these sandwich games where they do have a bigger opponent on deck with the Bills coming up next week in an actually important game. You just take care of business here. Get it done. The Raiders have actually, for being one and three, the Raiders have not given up 30 points yet this year. Even uh, even in their losses, the most they've given up is 29 to Arizona. And then the Chiefs wins, like I said. It was kind of the last night in the deep dive. We called it like the fuck you plays. Like we're really going to just – because, I mean, it was the good playbook against Tampa Bay. That offense was absolutely humming. I don't know if you see that. I think it's maybe a little more similar to the Colts game, honestly, the game that they lost. They kind of took it easy on them. The Raiders are a team that give up like 25 points a game. It's not a great defense. I just don't expect the Chiefs to be in some sort of boat race in this game. I have them somewhere in the 24 to 28-point range, winning the game comfortably, maybe covering – you know, and just such an important game coming up next week against the Bills. I wouldn't be putting a lot of the fancy stuff on film. So smaller bet, but it is something I like this evening. And with that, we'll get to the meat of the the meat of the matter. Who's <laughs> scoring first? Because while I do think the Chiefs stay under 30, I do not believe we'll have a repeat of Thursday night football where no one scored. And you fucking sickos. My God. The fact that you had to sweat that out through an overtime as well. No, like the fact that you made it four quarters, you deserve to just win that bet. The over, Not only overtime, but like multiple drives of overtime. It wasn't just a, you know, a pick and then a field goal. It was a long bit of football. So I don't think that's happening tonight. I made it through most of it, but I kind of accepted my fate at some point because I probably jinxed it. I'd spent too much time in the last week saying the words, you know, there's pretty much always a touchdown at a football game, blah, blah, blah. But uh, made it through yesterday, too. Touchdown at every game still. those uh, That Jaguar-Houston game was a little sweaty. But as the survivor clear out, we still got a touchdown. And I think you're right. We'll probably have a handful of touchdowns tonight. And um, got a six-pack for us here. See if we can shake it off. Finally get a first touchdown score <laughs> instead of a second. But... Um, a lot of numbers I really like tonight. You know, in general, um, the Chiefs, year in and year out, are one of the best teams to play tight ends against from a fantasy perspective, from a prop perspective. Tight ends do really well against this defense. And thanks to Chiefs being seven-point favorites here, we have you know one of the best numbers you're going to get on Darren Waller all year. There are 16, 17s, 18 to ones. These are all great numbers, again, given the matchup, given how much attention he gets around 
the red zone, um, you know, outside of Devontae Adams, he really is one of the top target drawers or the top target drawer from Derek Carr. It just looks like a really great spot for him tonight at 18 to one. And another Las Vegas Raider, give me the receiver, Hunter Renfro. He's back on the field. He is always someone that gets a ton of red zone targets um, year in, year out. He will always outpace you know, kind of his ratio of red zone targets to total targets. Um, really like this number. I think we're just getting a good look at it because Matt Collins has been pretty good the last few weeks and um, has gotten some attention. I think people are maybe sleeping a little bit on Renfro. So um, we might even just play him to score a touchdown too. We'll see. But at 19 to one, um, really like this number. I think this should will be closer to 11, 12, 13 to one the rest of the season and probably should be closer to 10. Um, then give me Pacheco here. Um, I think it's Pacheco. Anyway, the backup running backs, um, here for the Chiefs. Actually, I'll take both of them. Um, Jarek McKinnon has been a great red zone target from the passing game. Um, already has a first touchdown scored this year um, at 23 to one. Really like him and Pacheco continues to get um, carries. Got a handful of red zone. Um, I'm sorry, red zone rush attempts early in the game too. last week. You know, it's not just getting mop up duty at this point. If you look, he's getting more carries earlier in the game. Love this at 19 to one. And then both quarterbacks, we've seen Patrick Mahomes do it. He does it just about every year. We'll always be playing him at 20 to one or better. And Derek Carr at 50 to one. Again, not someone that you think of as very mobile, but gets a rushing touchdown or two every single year. And at, at 50 to one, as long as I get one of those every two seasons or so, we're in great shape. So um, always think those numbers should be closer to 30 again, if there's just any chance of them rushing. And so I happen to take 50, even some 40s out there. So quarterbacks, a tight end, two running backs, and a wide receiver. We'll mix it up a little bit. It'll probably be Devontae Adams, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes it is just the chalk. It's just this is such a long con. Mark Andrews. It is. It is the. It's the long game. You just you play. You play the value. You keep playing the value, and <clears throat> that's the thing. When you hit a thirty to one, it's just not going to happen every week. You got to. It doesn't take uh, that many 30 to ones to make up for a couple of drought days. So I think we're back on it tonight. So I hope it'll be, honestly, I hope it'll be a chief, even though I have the chiefs team total under, I don't have any delusions of, Hey, they might not score. Like I want them to get out to a nice, easy lead. I want to see that defense playing well. I want to see George Karloff is playing well. Apparently I have a couple of tickets tied to him for defensive rookie of the year. Um, I need some counting stats out of him. That would be great tonight. And yeah, let's go. Let's go Thursday night football on a Monday. Pat Mahomes, bootleg. Let's do it, baby. Oh, Come on, Andy. Draw it up. Yeah, it and then me. as Leg Show points out, this Thursday night does not get that much better. Chiefs, uh, Chiefs Raiders is much better than Browns Commanders. So cherish this while you have it. And if you joined us in the YouTube chat, we appreciate you. Rate, rate, review, subscribe, all that. But most importantly, just hit a thumbs up. Super easy to do. Do it for noobs. Do it for the Phillies. Um, is there baseball today? There's baseball, I think, every day. I think we're off. Like, I think all the series. Yeah, all the series. Today? Yeah, all the series There's finished up. Today. I guess they don't want to go against Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's a uh... coward. Yeah, that's they, they, they. I think everyone. Did, you want to give them a little. Yeah, it might be a travel day, maybe. Yeah, those are some travel. So, all right, no it's baseball. Going from baseball. Philly to Atlanta. That works out good. Um. Matt can deal with baseball tomorrow. So I'll see you guys.